Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to What's the Call podcast bonus episode edition. It's your boy Aaron. Um, no Chuck today, no Dimitri, but we have a great guest today. Um, someone who actually got me into, I always say this, like my, Dimitri had his podcast going, but like you were the first person I ever knew who had a podcast. And, you know, I would always just hit you up about sports and and all that stuff, especially basketball, which we're going to talk heavily about today. And it's kind of crazy that I it transformed into what's the call? I got Buffalo chicken slice. Um, it's, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time. So I, I want to give a shout out to, to my guy here to my guest, uh, my boy, CJ friends since high school, um, pot host of the guard up podcast, the hard count podcast. Um, I'm sure you'll plug all your other stuff, you know, Twitch and everything <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, I, I, put in, I put it in the description and everything. So everyone could see this guy's one of the best 2k players on earth. It's just, <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna yeah. him up real quick. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to be on the podcast. Um, hopefully, soon we could um, all get on with you, with both of your other co-hosts, and uh, we could record, talk some hoops, talk some other sports. But uh, thank you for having me today. Yeah, of course, of course. It's it's long overdue. We don't normally do guests. We've only ever had we've had my girlfriend on uh, to talk wrestling, and we've had uh our boy dan favalli from bleacher report we had him on oh, nice um who's you know only reason why we got him he's a good friend of my of the co-host chuck um <laughs> and he actually is a writer for bleacher report and he's just Absolutely. all all strictly basketball like that's the only thing that he's strictly basketball so he knows like you talk to him about basketball you're gonna get like an insight that you never even thought of mm. So crazy stuff, but I would I would consider you probably like my most insightful friend when it comes to basketball. Like you don't you don't take any sides, you kind of just say it how it is, um, which I I always like appreciate because you're not going to sugarcoat it. If if I'm like, well, what do you think about this? And you say this guy's trash or this is whatever, then I'm like, all right, I you know, I'm, I'm I'm definitely going to take that opinion to heart because you know we've been talking hoops since. Before I even had like a full it's beard, a decade. man, it's a decade, bro, <laughs> over a decade, man, Yo, it's I crazy. Didn't, I didn't even have student loans yet. Like, like this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, bro. Um, those train rides on the floor, talking about basketball every single day. On the way to taking it to one two five, you go uptown, I go downtown, I'm talking basketball for a long time, bro. And uh, like I said, congrats to you on both podcasts. Uh, I always felt like it's something you could do, bro. You got you got the gift too. So um excited that you made the step, bro, and you keep it keeping it pushing. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's crazy. What's the call is already we where I think we'll be two shit, yeah. We're gonna be hitting like two years in like a week or so. So um, which is insane. Um but yeah, you actually brought, you know, well, we got connected again through basketball. You know, we went away, you know, high school, graduate, you go to one college, I go to the other, you know, it's just how life just goes, you know, that's just how it is. Exactly. And um, I would always see you post and I would always just, you know, hit you up and like, yo, what do you think about this? Or, you know, we talk about point guards, talk about, I used to, you know, D-Wade something or this and that. And like, <laughs> next thing you know, you're like, all right, 
back back like you know business as usual which you know i i appreciate so i'm i'm, I'm happy we're, we got you on yeah soon we'll have all four of us on um because we talk everything like nothing is off limits like if you want to talk ufc we might not be the best at it but we'll talk about it we'll talk i mean chuck always tries to talk about cricket and hurling and other european sports i mean we just let him ride i mean we have no idea what he's talking about he could be lying saying a whole bunch of stuff who knows um <laughs> so we're all over the place and um i think that's what people have been digging with us so let's get into a couple things here so we're gonna have a quick little bonus episode here you know cj's super knowledgeable knowledgeable about um you know everything basketball i would say um i just wanted to say i want to start off with uh someone who just recently retired and I kind of want to get your thoughts on it because I was having a conversation with one of my friends and um, he was feeling one way. I was feeling the other way. Um, Pau Gasol, one of the greats, um, you know, clearly a Hall of Fame career. But the question that came to be was, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? And I just kind of want to get your thoughts on that and hear what you think. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Um, you just look at him playing in Spain in the Olympics. You, you knew it was coming to an end. You know, he's getting up there in age. I think he's over 40 now. So, one, you know, one of the most skilled power forwards uh, that this game that the NBA have seen definitely brought the that European style to the NBA. Him along with Dirk, his, his brother Mark, um, Ginobili, all, all those other guys definitely changed the game. Extremely versatile. And then, you know, we all, we all people forget about his days with the Grizzlies. When he was with the Grizzlies, he was very solid, putting up points. That's right. Very Shout efficient. out to the Grizzlies, you know. <laughs> exactly. <Grizzly> <laughs> exactly. You know, he was he was putting the, he was putting out work in early. Um, the Vancouver Grizzlies, and then with the Memphis, and then they made the trade for his brother. He got to the Lakers. Uh, yeah, I think it was a most. I think he went to the All Star game. I think twice with uh, with Memphis slash Vancouver, and then once he went to the Lakers, he just took his game to another level. Him and Kobe was a dominant duo was able to go to three straight finals, went two in a row. I think that, I think those those three years right there definitely put him in a, in a different class. And I, that's probably why I feel like he'll, he'll definitely probably be a first round uh, Hall of Famer. I think for basketball, it's a little bit different for something like football and, and maybe baseball, where football is, it's, I feel like it means a little bit more when you're a first ballot Hall of Famer in football. Um, that's why when you see guys like T.O. and other guys, when they don't get the first ballot, you know, they kind of speak out against it, speak out against the Hall of Fame. They feel like, you know, they, they disagree with it. They feel like it should be about what you did on the field and not on and off, the, not off the field or off the court um, antics or situations. But I think for basketball, it's 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 really it's the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not really the NBA Hall of Fame. So they kind of group everything together. And I think with his Euro Euro um, success. Uh, going to a, going to playing in multiple gold medal games. I think he has a couple silvers, silver medals playing in the Olympics, what he's done over there with Spain and the NBA. Uh, I feel like he's definitely, definitely going to get in after, after the next few years when he's eligible. So Naismith is, is everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they bring in yeah, college, college basketball. Yeah. Oh, everything. Oh, wow. So, so that, so my argument with my friend was completely just, stupid because i thought it was strictly off nba but they i never knew that they included everything yeah yeah it's everything you see um you see a couple you see a couple classes you see some uh wmba players going into the hall of fame 
Yeah, they group they group they group everything basketball. You see some college head coaches. Uh, so that's why it's a, it's a little more broader. That's true. That is yeah. true. I didn't even yeah. think about that aspect with the coaches. Coaches, yep. like, you know, if you're a great coach, you're almost a shoe in. But I guess I didn't think. I just thought that was like a almost like an honorable mention type of like Hall of Fame type of deal. Like you're uh, yeah. like 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 you're obviously we're so like you got you know X amount of wins and championships, and like you're now in this. But I never even thought about it like that. Yeah, it's much, it's much more broader for, for basketball than it is for something like baseball, where it's MLB, you know, Hall of Fame. They don't group, you know, other 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 leagues or other other types of um oh God, yeah, other yeah. types of leagues in that sport. Yeah, so baseball, I think that's what yeah, baseball, don't even get me started. We've had heated conversations about about baseball. <laughs> like I think it's the dumbest Hall of Fame of all time. Like there's so many great players who just aren't in. Um it's it's I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like Football, I guess, is a little bit different. Like they kind of, you know, they praise your, you know, how you're even if it's like a small sample size, like look at Calvin Johnson, like he didn't play that long, but when he did play, he was very impactful. And someone right. like that, you're like, all right, clearly if he could even if even if he decided to keep playing another five years, he clearly would have still had a Hall of Fame career. Um, but like and baseball is just it's so ridiculous. And I it literally bugs me out every time when I think about it, but I never knew about basketball. They include everything. Cause when I was talking about him, I was thinking like, yeah, Pau Gasol, you know, everyone thinks about his run with the Lakers and, you know, he had, he had some good seasons in Chicago too. And yes, you know, the Memphis, you know, Grizzlies weren't that good at the time. So it's kind of overshadowed, but truly really just Lakers and, and the bulls, but you're like, okay, this guy had some pretty great seasons I just didn't think he like if I was strictly going off the NBA, I didn't think he had like a if if he if it was like the first round of, you know, for him to be eligible. I didn't think he would have made it in the first time just because like I feel like I've seen a lot of players that have stats like his. Um, and I feel like they're not considered the same thing. So I was thinking, you know, we talked about the Grizzlies before. I was thinking of like someone like Zach Randolph. They called him Mr. 2010. Right. You look right. at you look at his like offensive season compared to like Powell's, it's you know it's very similar, and they played you know a very long time both of them and you could even argue that Zach Randolph at even the last like three seasons still were averaging like fifteen and ten, probably could have kept going. Powell towards the end, you know he was faltering a little bit injuries you know he's old older guy so it's a little bit different. So I was like I was a little confused like that my boy would say that, that he was like, oh, first ballot. And I'm like, I, I just don't, I can't see it. But now if you include, you know, his run with Spain, you know, then for sure. I mean, and he has championships. Championships yeah. are always, you know, they add a little extra layer. Because I'm always curious about, like, what the criteria is. Because for me, if, if I was going strictly off, like, an NBA, like, if that's the only thing that I would, like, let's say they like, just forget high school, like, go from high school straight to NBA, which, you know, they don't really do that anymore. But I would say you must have like at least six all-stars. You have to have um, like an all NBA, maybe I would say four to like four to six all NBAs, maybe a couple. Just to of be times. just to be first ballot, right? Just to be first ballot. Okay. Um, all right. You throw in like individual accolades, like you throw in some MVPs, you know, six man, all that stuff. You start throwing all those things in there, then it just keeps adding on. But for like the basis you should have at least six to me you should have at least six all-stars at least four to six all nbas 
um, just to even be like considered. Cause if you're in those, if you already have those chances are, you might already have like an MVP or you might have a defensive play. Like it, it might already be there for you. Um, you have to have everything, the whole package in there. Um, and that's like the whole, like, I always wonder what the criteria is for like baseball or, or football, you know, baseball, it's all over the place. Like you could play 20 seasons and only have like 200 home runs and you have like under 3000 hits and they won't even consider you in, which is kind of insane. So um, when I was thinking about that, I was like, I feel like those little things should be part of it. Um, which, you know, he has to, I think he's a six time all-star. Yeah. Six time yeah. all-star. Um, so that's already a check. I'm sure he has a couple all, you know, all NBAs and, he has the championships and got the medals. You throw all that in there, hundred percent first ballot. Um, I just feel like if you go strictly off of NBA, you can't. You definitely can't say first ballot. Like there's players who have other, you know, just as comparable numbers to him. They just, you know, they might minus minus a few accolades, and you're like, all right, you can't really be in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's and I think. That's that's the thing with the NBA. Well, with with bas- with the basketball Hall of Fame, you know, they they just group everything together. It's not solely just NBA. If it was like solely that, NBA, man. a lot of a lot of people wouldn't get in. Yeah, and that's solely NBA. A lot a lot of guys that might have made it, or might have been um, inducted, probably won't probably don't get in. But um, I think they they do group a lot of things together, um, and I just feel like you know with Powell definitely during in his era. Definitely probably top five of his position. You know, you had Dirk, you had Tim. Uh, you know, he was he was in that definitely right there, Alan Marcus or just for a little bit around that time. He was younger. He was also also solid defensively as well. Yeah, um, key, yeah. Very, very key defensively. Him and Kobe, his their connection was 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 amazing during that time. I mean, we were in high school back then. And, you know, but you know, they were just they were in sync. You know, a lot of people didn't think he would be that good and he would, would he be that good in order to help bring the Lakers to a championship, a lot of pressure on him. And he answered the call. Like I said, three straight finals appearances. Yeah, that's the uh, run. It's all about the yeah. run. Yeah. Went back to back, got that story. Uh, two champion, two championships, definitely the second best player on that team. And uh, I feel like it's a no, I feel like it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer for sure. Yeah. It's funny. You, you put, you throw a run in there and it, it you immediately change everything. Like, yeah, to 100%. Me, like, like to me, like not to go into more, cause we're going to, you know, we're going to go into this next, you know, we're going to do like a, I think we should do like a little highlight of a couple of teams, just, you know, some random teams. Like I would think of like Draymond green, you know, if they didn't win all those championships, you know, what he still probably would have got a defensive player, all that stuff. And, um, you know, he still have the accolades, but no championships. I'm sure no one's speaking about him becoming, you know, a Hall of Famer. But throwing a couple of championships now, defensive player of the year, got some all-stars. He's already in. He's a shoo-in now. Um, it, it's all about the run at the end of the day. Like, and if you don't got the run, you get you, but you have to have the numbers to back it up, you know. Right. You have to. Uh, you know, because, you know, people always say the same thing about, like, most recently, like Chris Bosch, you know, Chris Bosch had a, an amazing, like, I would say five-year run in Toronto and then yep. had like a, also an amazing five-year run in, in Miami, but that five, like five-year run was a little bit different. It was, you know, he was still very impactful, but he wasn't the same player. Um, right. His role was different. Right. His role, was, his, his role yeah. was different. So, you know, it things change, but you throw in those runs, he got the championships, 
easy, easy money. So um, shout out to Pau Gasol, um, great career. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a future Hall of Famer, and hopefully he just enjoys his time, time away from the game. You know, we still got Mark in there, so shout out to Mark Gasol as well. Uh, Gasol brothers, you know, some of the best, and you know that should be like a segment we do of like you know, best, best brothers, like we rank them or something because uh, no, they're, they're at the top. They're at the top yeah. for basketball. They're at the top yeah, for basketball. For sure. yeah. yeah. Or if we go even further, could rank them like all of them in all sports, you know, that that's, that's definitely an episode we could definitely do. Um, so we're going to, I want to move over to, I want to highlight a few teams and that's kind of, I kind of want to get your thoughts on basically how you feel, um, like where they're going to be at the end of the season. If you have like, you know, what their record might be, or if not that, like where do you think they'll place in the, in the playoff picture? And if you think that they are missing anything, or you think this could be a team that could make some noise. Um, I want to start off with, with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, Clay Thompson, you know, he's pretty much been nowhere to be seen last couple of years because of the injuries Yes. You know, he's coming back this year, but he's not even coming back. I don't think opening day. I think he's coming back a little bit later, too. I think like December. Um, yeah, they're saying around around Christmas. Steve Kerr said they're looking at Christmas probably after that. I mean, it makes the most sense. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure he's completely 100 uh, percent. Yeah. Now we got him, you know, Wiseman's. I don't think Wiseman's going to be back yet. Um, right. With the meniscus. Yep. You know, there's there's a lot of factors going on and I'm. I'm excited for the team though because I think the ba- I think basketball is it, it's almost like what they say like basketball is better when the Knicks are better which I agree with but over the like it's almost like a constant like I like if you got Clay Steph and Draymond on the court you know it's just fun basketball and I'm I'm excited to see them you know come back as a unit hopefully by the time Clay comes back you know Curry and Draymond will still be you know solid and they'll be ready to go. Um, I just want to get your overall thoughts on on the Golden State Warriors this year. What do you think about them? Yeah, I like the Warriors. I think if they're all healthy, to me, they're they're the only threat to the Lakers, in my opinion. Uh, I think they added depth this season coming up. They have a nice. They have some. They still have their core three, like you just talked about with Stephen Curry, Draymond, and Clay. Uh, we saw what they did uh, when they were in their prime. Uh, you know, going seventy three and nine, almost winning the championship, then winning winning the championship the year before. Uh, being extremely dominant. We saw Curry last year without having Clay, having an MVP-like season. Some people thought he was he could have won MVP. Uh, I think now they added some depth. They have some young players. And um, Moody, Kaminga, in the 7th and 14th pick, I think that was big time. Uh, still got Wiseman. His upside is still very high. Jordan Poole has really come along in these last few seasons. He could be a very solid backup point guard for them. And then they, they signed some solid vets, too. They got Avery Bradley, Otto Porter Jr., Andrew Wiggins. I mean, he didn't really turn out to be the, you know, the player that we hope, but he's still a very – he's still a bucket. He still could, you know, fill yeah, up we, the stat sheet. Yeah, we definitely talked about him possibly becoming something. Um, it just didn't – I remember that episode. We talked about it. It just – it didn't happen like that for them this, that season, unfortunately. Uh, for, for Wiggins, right? For Wiggins, yeah. We definitely yeah. thought he was going to, like, break out into something, um, especially playing on, like, a winning team finally and, you know, getting the, the veteran presence to help him kind of, like, you know, shape up. But it just it just didn't happen. But he's still still a solid player. Yeah, still a, still a solid player. Uh, they brought back Eagle Dollar, um, a key key part to their championship run uh, over those last five years. 
Uh, I, I think they look great. I think they look great right now. Got to give credit to Bob Myers, uh, Joe Lacob, and, and the front office. Um, you know, added some depth to this team when they won the championship the first time against the Cavaliers. They had a lot of depth. They had Barbosa, they had Bogut, uh, Mo, Mo Spates. They had a bunch of guys, not just the core three. And I think now it's, it's a little similar, but they also have some young guys that can develop. So as Clay and, and Draymond and Steph go into their older years, they still have some solid guys, um, some solid young guys that you would hope that are develop and kind of take take the mantle and continue to carry the, carry the Warriors to success in the Western Conference in, you know, five five or six years. But right now, Curry and Clay, if Clay's healthy, you know, to me that's it's going to be tough to stop. We saw how great Curry played, dropping 40, multi, multiple games. It, was, it honestly was like 50, 50, 90 at one point, just insane numbers, and I was without Clay. So just imagine when Clay's out there, it's just going to open up the, the court for him even more, um, vice versa for both of those guys. So lethal, we saw Clay put up – uh, 60 and like four dribbles. So he's lethal. And then Draymond, <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> and then Draymond, Draymond, listen, you know, people say he's not a scorer. He's not going to be a guy that's going to get you 20 points. Which we but know he does. that already. We, we know. Right. It's, it's, exactly. it's documented. Exactly. He does He does the little things. He does the little things. Um, definitely, he's definitely needed in, for that lineup. You know, he's a small ball five. He could play. He could switch on everything. Uh, very, he could, he's a, a very good passer. Um, great in passing the ball, setting the screen for Curry and Clay for those guys to get easy shots up. Great screen setter. Just the little things that people pro- probably doesn't go on the stat sheet. Um, he plays a big part in. I think without him, you don't you don't have that dynasty because of his versatility on defense. It's something that they needed. And you know, you add him to the fold. Is he going to be a guy that you're going to say go? You know, like like we just talked about, go get us 25. No, but everything else. Uh, he's he's definitely definitely one of the best from terms of rebounding, passing, playing defense, one through five. Is why he has a defensive player of the year award, like you talked about earlier. We were talking about the Hall of Fame. So um I, I like this team. I really do. I mean, I feel like if they all if they're clicking on all cylinders, um, they have a you know, elite head coach, top five head coach in the NBA, uh, I think they could be very dangerous. To me, they're the only threat to the Lakers. And I know the Jazz, I know the Suns. The Jazz, to me, the Jazz are just the, the Jazz. I mean, it, to me, until they find, to me, they're one more piece away. I feel like they're they're one elite wing player away next to Donovan Mitchell to be the guy. Um, I just don't see them. I just they, they're going to win a lot of games. They're gonna, they they have they have a great play style. They play great defense, but I just don't see them being a true threat in the playoffs in terms of winning four out of seven in multiple series. I just don't see it yeah. uh, unless Donovan goes off or unless Gobert becomes a, a offensive menace. Uh, which which is very possible. I mean, if he uses his size to impose it as well, you know, on top of the defense, on top of the rebounds, it could happen. We just haven't seen it yet, so I'm not really banking on it. Uh, Clippers with Kawhi, with Kawhi being out, I just I just don't see them having a lot of success. Um, even if he comes back, it's you know he's coming back. He's he has to get in shape. You know, to, he partially tore his ACL, so it wasn't a full tear. So he might come back a little earlier than we expect. But for right now, I just I just can't really see them. I can't really count on them being a threat. Yeah. And then Phoenix, Phoenix had a great year. Uh, I think la- to me last year was their was their was their window to try to get the W and get that championship. And uh, I don't I don't know if they're going to be able to duplicate that. I mean, they have some some great breaks come their way with injuries and things like that. And we've seen that multiple times with a lot of these championship teams, uh, other teams in the conference or in the, the opposing conference where they have to go up against those guys in the finals, get hurt, get nicked up. And they stayed healthy. But unfortunately, they weren't able to get it done. Um, against Milwaukee, great series, but I think I mean we'll, we'll see if, if Booker if Booker 
takes another step, Aiden has to take that has to take that next step. I said this even after the finals. I said Aiden is going to have to be the second best player on the team if they want to go where they want to go. It can't be Chris Paul. Chris Paul has to be the third best guy because as Chris yeah. Paul gets older, I agree. He as Chris yeah as Chris Paul gets older, it's it you can't you can't expect him to do everything like we've seen like we've seen him do with the Clippers, with the Hornets, with the Rockets. You know you, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have, gonna have to lean on Aiden to be that guy. Um, and, and Booker as well. So uh, to me, I, I like Golden State, man. They, they they look dangerous, and you know when they when they when they're clicking together, I just don't see any other team other than the Lakers being a threat. And I think that'll be a great Western Conference Finals. Um, you know, heading heading into the heading into June. So what are you thinking? Top top four team in the West? I know you just kind of went through a couple of the teams, but you think they're gonna if all healthy, at least top four. For healthy, yeah, I'd say. Because, you know, the West, you know, the West is full of great teams, not a great playoff, like playoff teams, no, but great right. teams, yes. Regular season teams, um, yes. So they're all going to rack up the wins. So we also have to be mindful of, like, no clay for the first two months. The Warriors yes. are still going to get wins. Um, I just don't know if they're going to get, like, you know, they're not going to win every game. There's just no way. Um, I mean, there is a way. It, it, it depends. You know, Porter is big. Wiggins big. If they could both, you know, play, learn their role, play it, they definitely could rack up wins as well. Um, I think personally, I think I have them being a top four team. Um, I, yeah, I, I think the Suns being so high last year is definitely going to go reverse back. I think they might be like a six seed. Yeah, that's um, why I had them. That's why I had them start the season. It definitely surprised a lot of a lot of people. The yeah. whole league, really. Just... I, yeah, I think I personally think Booker's going to win the scoring title this year. Um, I think he, okay. I, I think he understands like now the eye is on him because that window is very small now, right? Like it was a question. Everyone would question like, oh, you know, you see on on socials and everyone's like, they got to trade Booker. They got to trade Booker. You know. They got Booker a little bit of help of just basically I mean, before Chris before Paul. last season, right? Before last season. Before last season. Right, right, right. Before last season, the the narrative was why is he still there? Yes. You know, he's wasting his time. And mind you, they didn't do much. They got Paul. They got you know Crowder. They, they didn't do too much. Um, they just got like, a good head coach too. That was yes. The coach, the coaching <laughs> situation helped a yeah. lot. And you know, you had Bridges develop. Eight and mm-hmm. develop Booker is continuous to be a you know just a, a menace in, in the league. So it just it was just the continuing factors of it. But you know you think of 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 Booker and you're like, you know that that was just a narrative two years ago. Now it's like all right, now we have Chris Paul. Aiton's clearly like on his way to becoming an All Star if he wants to be. And you're like all right, my window's now. So I think he's gonna go off. Like it's gonna be like a Bradley Beal situation. But the difference is they're gonna win games. Um, so what do you think about the Nuggets? So who, who's your top four right now? You would say my top four. Conference? Um, I think the Lakers won't be number one just because that's just how it goes sometimes. Like, I feel like everyone always says like, "Oh, it's gonna be Lakers and Nets," but like, there's always like that random team that just wins like sixty games. Like, I still think the Jazz are gonna be the number one seed in the West. I just, I just feel it. I feel like they have that. Like you said, it's the Jazz. They, they built a great regular season team. They all, like, have been with each other for years now. So, like, it's, you know, the cohesiveness is, is through the roof. They're kind of like the Warriors, just minus the superstars. I mean, they have Mitchell's obviously – to me, I think he's a superstar. He's one of my favorite players, but they're still missing. 
Um, I think they're going to be first in the in the West. I think I have Lakers two, three. I'm going to put the Nuggets. Um, mm, actually, do I want to put? Well, the Murray, Nuggets? yeah, Murray's in the same yeah. situation. Clay will probably be back Christmas time. Yeah, but but the Late. reason why I would put Nuggets still is because of Michael Porter Jr. I think I think he's about to elevate to another level as well. I mean, they paid him to elevate to that level, so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping for their for their sake. I would I would put them three because of that, and um, just because the Nuggets are also another it's, Nuggets are just like the same thing as the Jazz. You know what you're gonna get, especially like this team that they have now. Very much so, just a regular season team, and the Warriors will be fourth. That's that would be my top four, um, for the West. For now, you know, obviously things could change once preseason, people get injured, all that stuff. But for now, that's that's those are my four. Um, yeah, those yeah, those I'd probably um I'd probably swap out the Suns I, and, I, I, and, and I just Denver. Yeah, I'd I probably just, just flip that just because of Murray. But yeah, yeah, like, pretty like much the same. Like, pretty I much agree. See, I just don't see like they have the MVP. I mean, I just don't see them slipping that far down. Um because they could still play like they could still win without Murray. Not Murray's a big yeah, factor yeah. to the game. Um, I still think they'll rack up, um, rack up wins as well. Um, but that makes sense too. You know, for now, the Suns are looking healthy, so they, you know, there's no reason for them to not kind of repeat their, their season from last year and easily just kind of get back, you know, input it back in there. Any of that could happen for sure. Um, but the West is going to be, you know, it's it's going to be a fight for sure for for like you know, where you're standing at. You don't want to be – you want to be in the top six. Like, <laughs> oh, Of course. Like, Definitely in the you West. Don't, you don't want to play nothing. You don't want to play extra. No, you want to be in the six, and that's and that's just how it's going to be. In the West, it's going to be – I don't know. You're going to see a lot of teams just fighting. It's going to be a lot of fight um, for sure. But let's let's jump to the, to the East, which it's not as much fighting, but um, there might be a new team on the block ready to uh you know join the join the ranks as top teams you never know that to me i think they might be like the most fun team to watch um this season just because it's it feels new it feels like a new you know fresh breath air uh, breath for fresh right. air sorry uh mm-hmm. breath of fresh air in there since you know d rose time the butler time you know the chicago bulls we got you know big vucevic my guy we got him over there you know, Lonzo, who I know, if there's anyone I know who has the most Lonzo Ball stand accounts, it's it's my man CJ right here, man. One of the biggest Lonzo supporters I know. Um, Lonzo there, we got DeRozan, and we still have Zach Levine over there. Patrick Williams on the horizon. Yes. You know, they they – and I'm also, you know, everyone always, you know, the social media guy, you know, Alex Caruso, who is one of those guys who he plays his role, man. And yeah, I think, he does. And I think him and Kobe White will be fun to see once Kobe comes back from his injury, um, his torn labrum. You know, you got you got some pieces there that are now going to turn into like a, a fun team. Um, I saw a couple highlights from their game the other day and, you know. They look good, man. They they look they like look they good. could they look like they could be a team that could surprise a lot of people. And I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for for them. You know, I'm I'm happy to see those guys. Those are guys who are who are workhorses for sure. Like DeRose is one of those guys that no one ever talks about, but you know he's gonna give you 25 and 5. Like it's it's in his it's just what he does. You know, Zach Levine, 
you know what's a crazy stat that in the you know the Olympics that was the first time he's ever won three games straight um <laughs> in his career and like even in college or I think since no was it since college or even college something like that and I was like that's an insane stat the man's been in the league for years and you think he's just been on some crappy teams so you know you put some 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 talent around a guy like that he you could only feel invigorated to like play the best you can. And Vucevic is, is an all-star. You know I mean? He's one, he's, he's one of those guys, you know, that I was sad to see go, but I understood the reasoning um, in Orlando, you know, they, they have management that kind of, you know, confuses me at times, but that's a player that like, he would have gotten upset. He would have, he would have requested it regardless. So they had to move him, but, um, I'm, re- I'm really excited for this team, and I, I want to hear your thoughts on, on the Chicago Bulls this year. Very excited. I'm, I completely agree with you. Look at that starting five. Definitely definitely have the most upside um, out of most out of these teams in the NBA. Starting off Brazil, been a big fan, like you said, since Chino Hills days. Just feel like he's a great passer. Scared to get better every single year. You saw his shot change from year two to year three. And now it's it's you know it looks it looks great. His form looks great. Um, shoot, shot thirty eight percent from three last year. I think that's only going to get better with playing with better players around you. And now he's going to have the role of being point guard. Uh, last year, Van Gundy kind of had him play a lot more spot up, put the ball in Ingram and, and Zion's hands. I think I think you know I, I didn't agree with that move, but I think that could help him as well. Um, because again, it can help him playing a little bit more off ball, being a little bit more of a spot up. When when Zach, when the Rosen want to drive, and, and if they create double teams, they could kick it out to Zoe. You know, Zoe can knock that shot down. So I didn't I didn't agree with it at first, um, but I think it's it's going to make him more of a complete pe- complete player um, over overall. Yeah, but I think putting the ball in his hands, having to be the floor general, that's that's where he succeeds the most. And you know, I saw that, I saw the highlight with uh, the backdoor cut from from Tillavine. With with the dunk, it's just it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. They're gonna push the ball. I know Patrick Williams and 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 Levine. They're gonna you know just go up the lanes, and Alonzo's gonna diss them the rock. They're gonna they're gonna play extremely fast. They're extremely young. You can't you got the pick and pop with Vucevic. He's an he's an elite passer as well. It's, it's gonna be a really good team, man. I like Patrick Williams. I like the way he played in in, in the summer league. He had some great moments in the summer league. I hope he doesn't uh, miss too much time, man. He got that sprained ankle right now. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. They said it's a pretty bad one too. So I'm hoping it doesn't miss too much time. Um, they're, they're, yeah. they're, I, I, feel I think they have, but I think they have enough for right now, you know, you with think, DeRozan, like you said. Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, DeRozan and Levine, those two 20 to 25 point per game scorers. You know, obviously Levine's number is going to go a little bit down now, back that he has more people on there to share the ball with. I think Lonzo could easily be you know, 18, 19 points per game type of guy too. Um, you know, you know, he, yeah. he, he could, he could make that. I feel like he just is, is too much of a, I mean, he's a great shooter now because he, you know, adjusted, but I think he's too much of a floor general to like really take as many shots as we're going to expect him to be, you know, unless they play him as like a spot up shooter, um, which could happen. You know, Vucevic is going to get his, but, like, you potentially have three, maybe four guys that could each get you, you know, at least 18 and up. 
Um, yes, which, which for gonna, sure. Which, which your starting five is, is going to, which is great. It's the bench. I'm a little nervous about, you know, they got Derek Jones Jr. Who, who I like. Underrated, um, underrated pickup. Very, very underrated pickup. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm digging that. Um, they also have a very young team. You know, I would like to see more veteran presence. Um, like them pick up a guy like, like a Wesley Matthews, like someone just that would be like a quick burst off the bench, but also like to teach the young guys something. I don't know if that's like the guy that I would be saying, but someone like that. Um, right. Cause if you look at their ages, like, you know, obviously the Rosen's going to be the veteran presence here, but him and Vucevic are only ones in the thirties on the team. Everyone else is, is young, you know, young as hell. And, you know, they're ready to play. So I would like to have seen them pick up, you know, they still can, definitely want to see them pick up some veteran um, talent for sure. You know, especially off the bench, you want someone who knows what they're doing in situations and, you know, you don't want to depend on the first unit so much. Like the, all these guys shouldn't be playing like 37, 38, you know, 39 minutes. It, it, it should be, you know, spread out. Cause that's how injuries happen. Um, I think so, with Billy Donovan, I think what he's going to do is probably have at least one or two guys with the second unit. Um, just so a couple, a couple of those guys could get rest. So you might have Zach and Joe play with with the second unit for a little bit, or DeRozan and and Zach play with the second unit just to add some more versatility and then also get those guys some rest. Because like you said, they don't have their bench is is good, but it's not it's not great. But they do have solid solid depth. Um, Kobe White is a bucket. Caruso um, looks like he's been improving his shot every single year since he's been in the A. Very, very, very good defender. Very good defender. Uh, gets good steals and things like that. So um, I, I like I like their team. I like their team. Uh, the, the key thing for them is going to be defense. They're going to have to be able to get stops. Um, that's something what they struggled with the last few seasons. Obviously, they added some. Uh, they added a, a better point guard. Who, they added a better point guard than Zoe, who's one of the best defensive point guards in the NBA. The Rosen can lock up when he wants to. It's going to be come down to Zach. I mean, you talked about. Um, forget who you said that could that could Oh, you said Booker might go for the scoring title. I think I, I think I think, I think Zach I think Zach could be right there as well. I mean, I know they got yeah. some better. I know he has some better players around him, but that could open up some easy shots for him. I was just looking at that game. You know, he was getting a lot of easier easier looks than what he might have had. Which is uh, scary, man. Years prior, yeah, it was very scary. You know, coming it's off the Olympics, scary. I'm pretty sure he's very he's very motivated, very confident, winning that gold medal. Um, you would like to see him continue to improve his game, become a, become more of a two way player. And I'm excited for the for the city of Chicago, man. Like you said, they had the Rose era, had Rose Jimmy Butler, you know, for a little bit. You know that that and Joe Kim Noah and and Carlos Boozer, they had that time and sparked a lot of excitement in the United Center. And now, you know, it looks like they're you know trying to trying to start things up again with a nice young core added with a couple solid vets. So. Um, DeRozan and Vucevic, they have chemistry from the USC days. So um, I like I like I like the moves. It's gonna come down to Billy Donovan as well. I've talked about this thing about a week or so ago. I was like, you know, in OKC, sometimes his his management, things like that, lineups weren't always the best. Uh, we'll see if he's learned from that because the East, the Eastern Conference is definitely much more competitive than what it was in years prior. Raptors, you want to come back, and you know, I'm pretty sure they got a lot to prove. Milwaukee's the champs. Sixers, you know, we'll talk about we're about to talk about that in, in a little bit. You know, what what does their team look like? You know, got you know, I got the Knicks right there being competitive. They have a solid 10 that, that could go out there and, and, and get buckets and do some things. So 
They're going to have to really play defense. They're going to have defense is going to have to be key for them. Offense doesn't look like a problem, but if they could get stops, they could be very scary. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see them play. I'm happy for Zach Levine. You know, sometimes it, it takes a while, but, you know, he's like on the same boat as Booker. You know, they're going to have to grind it out. People, you know, he's somebody I feel like who's not afraid of the grind. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for them. I hope, you know, I hope Williams comes back soon. I hope Kobe White comes back soon because then we can really see them. And it's going to be a fun fast break team if, if, if nothing, you know what I mean? If, if they don't make, if they don't end up winning games, I'm sure it'll be a good, you know, fun fast break team. Um, I think they will be, uh, they might have to play in. Uh, they could be, uh, they could be. I'll put the poll up. I'll put a poll up in my story. When, uh, when they took their picture at media day, I was like, they're going to be top six. It was really, it was 50, 50. Um, the top six are playing. I think, and I think that's that's accurate. Actually, I think it's fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna come. It's, it's gonna come down to their defense. How well are they gonna play defense? Those guys are gonna have to get stops. Vucevic isn't really a rim protector, um, nope. but team team defense. They Billy Donovan's able to put up a nice scheme for those guys to get stops and get out on the break. If they look at it as us getting stops creates easier buckets for us in the fast break. Then, then it, it should it should be a, a sight to see. But if not, they could struggle. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, shout out to the Bulls for making some moves and making them relevant again. Just just from an off season. Sometimes you just need a quick, you know, a good off season to revitalize things. And it's what it's looking like it's going to happen in Chicago. Yeah, um, they changed that front office. That was big time. Yeah, they got they got rid of Paxson. They got rid of Foreman, and they they got some some guys in there that, that really want to change some things up. So credit credit to that organization for sure. So we got them in the race, um, and you know, just finish off this highlight. You know, this three team highlight we got here. Our only reason why I wanted to bring up this team is because I just you know I want to hear you you know talk about a particular player and what you think. <laughs> um, but uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, you know. We talk about the Bulls being a very young team. This is more of a, a still young, but a veteran-esque team. You know, they got got some seasoned guys there. You know, I got Steph Curry and Drummond, and which the more I think about it, the more I kind of like the Drummond move. But um, I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, Tobias Harris, my guy. You know, I wish he played for, you know, the blue and orange. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and you know, the guy who everyone's talking about, and I kind of just more so about, I want to talk about like the impact that he's having on, on this, this team without even suiting up. He's talk about just like, I don't want to say a cancer to a team, but like, he's like a stage one. If, if we're going to go like, (laughs) and I like the guy, Ben Simmons, man, I, I like Ben Simmons a lot. You know, I've. I feel like I've defended him too because I feel like he has all the intangibles that you need, right? Like he, he's he. I think he's a great player, and the fact that everyone's just like dismissing him because of one aspect of his game is kind of like mind-boggling because like he does everything else so great, and you're like, man, if he just had the confidence and stuff to shoot, and it probably doesn't help when people like us, you know, media people, and you know, you go on ESPN and it's just like everywhere you look. It's just straight, just like, you know, destroying his character and all that stuff and, and his game and that he can't shoot. He's scared. And you hear Kendrick Perkins screaming at the, at the, at the screen. And you're like, what's going on? (laughs) I like Ben Simmons. And, you know, one thing I always hate about basketball and, 
you know, for me, it's to me, it's it's the uh, the expectation to like how quick you become like a well-rounded player in your prime. Ben Simmons is 24 years old. All right. It's crazy. No, he's 24 years old. First, you know, overall pick missed a year because of injury. And, you know, he came back strong and immediately, you know, played as one of the, you know, one of the better players in the league. And he's 20. He's no, no, he's 25. Now he just recently turned 25. He's a young guy. Right. And people don't even talk about like the prime is normally they say 28 to like 34 in most sports. That's like what they say. You know, if he already has all the other intangibles, you know, why do we think that he's not going to eventually develop the scoring ability? And, you know, there's one thing that I know that, you know, that whole pass, right? That pass at the end where he didn't just go up and take it, you know, yes. He's Changed. A, you know, he's a pass first guy and, you know, Someone like, you know, they compare to like LeBron. LeBron's a pass first guy, but LeBron averages 20 something points a game. You know, he's like, it, he needs to get that killer instinct, which he's 25. It could, you know, he's still developing. Like it, it's, it could happen. But, you know, I, I know this stems from media. It also stems from what Embiid and, and Rivers said. And it's, it's, it's just so much happening right now. And I feel bad for the guy. I really do because, if they just, you know, if this was all behind closed doors, would he still be upset? Probably. But, like, at least he'd be suiting up and we wouldn't be worried about, like, is he actually going to be on the team? Because, you know, we got fans, you know, Sixers fans who are like, you know, F this guy. I don't know what we're going to do now. Like, <laughs> I personally think the Sixers could still be a factor. You know, Harris and Bede put those guys together. That's that's like 50 points a game right there. And you got to get the other guys to contribute. You know, got Thibault I like. You know, Danny Green does his thing. Steph Curry does his thing. Um, Maxi could end up becoming a nice player. You know, I like Drummond. I feel like Drummond off the bench is, is, would be fun. Embiid, you never know. I, I understand why they got him because Embiid, you know, he's not going to play 82 games. We just know that. He might not even play 60 games. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just don't know. So to have that fact, have that like, you know, backup plan is nice so this team is still pretty solid but that ben simmons factor man let me know let me know what you think i think both sides both sides really messed up uh i'll start with i'll start with ben i just feel like in the playoffs he had a bad he had a bad series he just had a he just had a bad playoff series um we've seen a lot of uh really good players struggle we saw Giannis against the raptors have a bad series. We saw Giannis against the Heat have a bad series. It happens. Uh, it happens with these young players. Uh, he overcame it and became a better player. I think the six, the way the Sixers, the way Doc and, and Embiid, I feel like they kind of just left him hang out to dry. Yes, he didn't. Yes, he didn't play great. But if that's your guy, that's your, you know, that's your teammate, and that's and this is a guy that you're coaching. You you got you got to ride for him, okay? So yeah, we all we all played bad. Even, even like I said, even, we, we talked about this. Like even even if even if that was the case where he didn't play great, you don't just leave him out there and call him out and pretty much say that's the reason why. Because you know, at the end of the day, the media is going to do that by anyway. <laughs> the 
the media is going to the media is going to do that anyway. They're going to they're going to criticize him the whole time. So I felt like I feel like that's probably why Ben is upset with with guys like Embiid and with with the team um, because they didn't defend him like that. Um, because had had it been the other way around, you know, we're not having this conversation. Like if Embiid had a bad series, we're not having this conversation. We're just not. So for Simmons. Yes, he has to work on his game. We, man, we've been talking about this for like three years already. <laughs> three years already, my guy Lou, you, Teddy, he was on the pod talking about So I was like, if he just had a mid-range, it would just open up everything. Still haven't seen a mid-range yet. And it's it's that confidence thing, man. He's scared. He it's, this, And he is scared to get fouled. And the thing is, like, you just have to so, be. And, and there's also so many videos of him, like, online, like, when he's, like, just on the off season, just, you know, draining buckets. And you're like. Then you have like, why can't he do that in the game? I don't think his confidence is there. Um, and yeah, he's afraid to get fouled, man. That's why he passed. He's afraid to get fouled because he knows he's not, you know, clutch like that. But look, like you said, they had, look at all these guys who had bad series and came back and like persevered. Giannis is, you know, prime example. How how can you not hate, like love Giannis? You know what I mean, right? Like someone who, you know, was drafted and you know there wasn't much expectations for him. He developed himself and and worked at it. And, you know, we know he's not a great shooter. Look, freaking ESPN can't wait till he airballs it so they can show it 100 times every time. But you know what? He comes back the next game and just keeps going for it. And that's how he has to be. And, you know, they're close in age. Obviously, people have different mindsets. So it's, it's, all, it's all, you know, everyone's different. But he should have taken that moment. And, you know, and we're like, all right, I'm going to take this and fuel it for me. So I, so next season I'm going to come back even better. But then you, like you said, it, it hurts when you have like your head coach and your, your teammate kind of just like destroy you. Like, and they didn't even destroy them like that, but they just, you know, words, words like that have, hold a lot of weight, especially in sports, right. especially in like, you know, like, you know, you know, like first take is like salivating or whatever they're about to say <laughs> undisputed to like come on please give it to me you know what i mean let me know let me know you know what i mean like yeah, they're nice. waiting for it so exactly like, you know and and doc doc knows like and then, better than anybody the no, whole clipper knows. situation both era both both eras with the blake and cp yeah. and and uh pg and Kawhi situation so it's crazy and then and Embiid always likes to talk right like he <laughs> You know, like you know, he's gonna say whatever he wants to say, however he feels. Yeah. But Doc knows better, and you know, how am I supposed to trust the guy, who my coach, when it's like that? You know what I mean? It's it's tough. Yeah, he shouldn't. So, so like, yeah, let me let me go back to the Ben 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 Giannis thing because you made a good point. The the difference is, like you said, nobody expected Giannis to be this. Ben was the number one pick. Everybody was so quick to call him LeBron 2.0 after his rookie season. So, you know what I'm saying? They, the media built him up, you know, to, you know, they built it. And he's still an, he's an excellent player. He's still an excellent player. The only thing that he can't do great is shooting uh, on, and on the on NBA court, on the NBA court. That's the only thing we haven't seen him um, be great at in the NBA off the court. And he's training things like that. We see him make those shots. He just, it just doesn't translate. I don't know why he doesn't do it. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, they, they, 
it would it would take it would take his game to the next level and it would take the Sixers to the next level if he would have just try it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, yeah, you, you're gonna miss it, but at least at least you're gonna you're gonna gain some type of confidence. You're gonna gain some type of confidence. Um, it's not like you're one of these lower level players and you're taking bad shots. I mean, you're you're the second best player on on the team. So you're gonna have to develop that, develop that during the season. And then as the playoffs come around, you'd be more comfortable. He just to me he just had a he just had a bad series. And he he to me he he could even even without his ability to shoot, look at Giannis, bro. They're they're count, they're doing countdowns for Giannis at the free throw line. And he still goes up on the line. <laughs> and whether he he air, air ball it and then he'll make the second one. And he'll just go right back to doing what he's doing, going to the basket. Driving to the basket, he doesn't care so because right, he knows man. that at the end of the day, like okay, yeah, I might miss a few free throws, but I'm still gonna dunk on you. I'm still gonna get a solidified 100% two point shot, two point make by dunking on you, imposing my will, getting to the basket. So you could keep following me all you want, but over time, I'm gonna keep pressuring you, keep pressuring you. No, you better not put one of your best players on me because then he's gonna get in foul trouble. That's how Ben has to think. Ben has to think that way. If he doesn't think that way, then you see that. Then you see that start to happen where he's driving to the basket. And he sees Trey Young on him because he thinks he he knows he's about to foul him. You just got to yam it on him, bro. And I've seen I've seen <laughs> games. I look at the game even in the regular season. He had like forty two and sixteen and nine against the Jazz, was just imposing his will on Gobert, playing playing the five. To me, I would put him at power forward, and I would and, and but they didn't do it. I would I would have tried to get a point guard, like a, a facilitating point guard. And I would have had him be the, the secondary ball handler and have and have him do that until he was able to develop his shot. Because at power forward, he's 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 unstoppable. He could come up with the ball, he could come up with the ball, just make the make make sure that point guard is he could play make and he could spot up. Yeah. To to you know, you know, kind of mask some of the things that he's not great at yet. For sure. But they didn't do that. You know, they you know they wanted they put him right at point guard. So when you're going to put him at point guard, you expect him to go make those shots and, 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 and be a perimeter, be a better perimeter shooter. But I feel like, again, and people say him and Embiid can't work. Embiid could shoot. It'd be different if Embiid couldn't shoot. Embiid could space the floor. Um, so but his ability to space the floor, it, he could, like, the court is still open. They still have shooters around him, but he just, he just has to be more aggressive. Yeah, he has to be more aggressive. And I think Doc, for you know, when they ask him the question, just be you should have just said, Yeah, even if even if you didn't think so, just be like, Yeah, I know emotions were high, just played a seven game series where everybody thought you were gonna win. I get it. Stupid, man. But you know, it's just sometimes you can't you, you the, the media, like you said, they they're they're waiting, they're waiting for those type of answers. So it can be talked about throughout the whole entire, you know, media cycle for the entire week. And you know, they 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 took the bait and it was tough. It was tough. We should that, you know, that's, that's a that's an easy, that's an easy question easy question to avoid. Um, I think that's why the, the Ben situation has, has reached his head. And then, and then, and B coming out. Well, last week saying uh, the team favored Ben and he said they should have kept Jimmy. It's all facts. It's all facts. It's all facts. But you know, he said it publicly. So that also creates a, oh, creates an issue. They tried to meet up with him, but to me, it's like, if I'm in B, I'm still, it's still, it's still a way this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still a way to get in contact with him, bro. I mean, I'd call, I mean, I'm, I'm calling him because again, they were the number one seed in the Eastern conference with the bucks, with the bucks right there, with the nets, 
I had them winning. That's it. trying to figure it out. Yeah. So like, it's well, like once the Lakers went out, I was like, yo, the Sixers, this is their best chance. Like it's their least, best chance. I, I and then like, Milwaukee would have been a great, would have been a great Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and like I said, even with Ben not being able to shoot, they were still a top seed in the Eastern Conference. So I just felt like they shouldn't they they they, they shouldn't have said those things right after the series. But it's also up to Ben to just get over that too. Like just I mean, yeah. but he doesn't he doesn't want to get over it. I would say don't sleep on don't sleep on Ben and in the Damian Lillard situation. Don't sleep on that because I really mm. don't see the Blazers. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see the Blazers being too great this year. I could be wrong. Um, they added you're not, some. You're okay. not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they added some. They added some okay pieces. I know they have Chauncey Billups there now, so hopefully their defense can improve. That's definitely been their problem over the over the last few seasons. I don't know about that situation over there. I think Dame is probably going to give Chauncey a year or maybe half a season to figure it to, to see if he could change some things over there in Portland. And then don't sleep on Sacramento, man. Sacramento, they, we talked about this too. They have a couple guys. Um, a couple wing players that 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 could help. I like I like Fox. I think Fox for Ben is a good trade. It's a good trade for both teams. Um, you know, Ben Ben could Ben could do what we what we're talking about. Be aggressive, go to the basket. Um, that and that, and then you got Halliburton and you got Davion Mitchell as your two guards. He could kind of play that power forward, that point forward position. He could play his role perfectly. Be a versatile guy. He's a great defender. To me, it's a, it's a great fit. Are they going to win a lot of games? No, because they don't have a great head coach. But it would it would be the best situation for him. He's going to be able to show out. He's still a young player. He can still improve. And if he can show that he can improve his shot, it might entice some players to maybe come to Sacramento. Or him, Halliburton, and Davion Mitchell could be a nice little core for, for the Kings. And maybe they can make some noise in a couple of years or so. So I think the Kings and the Blazers are probably the best situations um, because they have two guards. I don't think the Kings want to really give up De'Aaron Fox, but it's probably, I mean, the Fox is like, at this point. Well, you have to contract-wise, if that's like. Yeah, case. right. Money-wise, right. Money-wise, it makes sense. But I just feel I mean, like from Fox. four years left. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, and, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, another, that's another part that a lot of people aren't talking about. I think the Fox situation, if Fox is like, man, I'm a great player and I'm, I'm just on a terrible team, how long is this going to keep going down? Yep. He might, he might, add, he might want out. So I, I think those two teams are very the Blazers and the Kings are really some something to sleep on. I'm seeing I'm seeing Minnesota too, but um, I think to me Ben is Ben is better than D'Lo. I wouldn't do that trade straight up. Um, but if they would if the if the, the Sixers did that trade, that'd be a robbery to me. You got you got Simmons, Cat, and Anthony Edwards. That's yeah. that's that's scary. That's scary, bro. That's scary to me. And that man. might and that might be like the. The Chris Paul effect with with Booker and Phoenix, like you know, you've heard rumblings of of Car uh, Anthony Towns not being happy. Yeah, you know, man. Ben Simmons now, you could have possibly have a winning like a or at least you know win more games and become a threat now because Edwards is only going to get better. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, maybe if 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 Edwards like devoted his whole life to basketball, he'd probably be already great. But I don't, even <laughs> think he, I don't think he wants to be great. So we'll see how far he pushes himself. But I think he's gonna have a great year. I think, I think he's gonna have a great, great year too. Yeah. He, probably, he probably won't even put that much effort into it, and he's gonna. Yeah, have he almost average two. He almost average twenty. He's out good, the man. gate. He's good. Yeah, he's man. good. Yeah, he's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. Um, they're not gonna win a lot of games. 
But uh, <laughs> it's just because of the conference, the conference, man. Nah, you don't not, have at least three not, all. You don't have at least that. two, three all stars. <laughs> it's not just that the, the Timberwolves are just never gonna win anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just I, yeah. I, 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 you're you're right. You're, you're right. It's gonna be tough. It's yeah. It's gonna be tough. If they win the East, they still ain't winning games. It don't matter what what conference you put them in. They're not winning games. Um, but that Damian Lillard thing, though, I man, man, oh it's man. Real. That would be, and they're missing a point guard too, like a traditional point guard, I should say. Yeah, like I said, Fox. Point. Yeah, Fox and Dame. I mean, those would be perfect. Those those would be perfect guys around. Uh, man, and B, they could play the pick and roll. How do you, how do you stop how do you stop a Dame and B pick and roll? How do you Yo, stop that? That's just the pick and pop. Anything <laughs> pick, pick and, and roll, yeah, like exactly. It's just you can't, you can't stop that. Oh man, you can't stop it. Just then, put some shooters around those guys, but if you're able to keep Tobias, yeah. But let's say you throw in Tobias Harris in the mix, yeah. Man, if I'm if I'm Damian Lillard, I'm like, yo, trade me. <laughs> yeah, that's the best spot. That's the best spot for me, for him, in my opinion. I mean, I don't see any other. And the money yeah. makes sense again. The money matches. I think both of them have to match. F- f- yeah, so I I don't that's see any the, other place. Well, that's why those are only three teams people are really kind of talking about because. You need to have a player that you can trade because four years left, however much, like a hundred and whatever, $90 million left. Yep. You need someone yep. to match it up. So Fox makes sense. Lillard makes sense. Russell only money wise makes sense. But um, mm-hmm. and I like D'Lo. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I like D'Lo a lot, but it's got to, you know, Ben's much better. Um, it has, it has to make sense. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I think the Sixers will still, you know, they're still going to win games. I can see them being, and I, I don't think, I don't think you agree with me, but I think they'll still be in the top six. So be in the top six. I think so. I think if Embiid plays, if he plays. So what does that starting five, five look like? So let's see. That's what Seth Green. Seth Green, uh, Embiid. And B Tobias and what Corkmas or yeah. I may be blinking on somebody else. Or Dibel, like, maybe. Dibel, yeah. Um and then you have you know, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but like and, and I think Maxi's gonna be nice this year, man. Yeah, Maxi, yeah. Off him the bench, him yeah. off the bench, him and Drummond on the pick and off roll. The, yeah. too. I mean that's gonna be nice, yeah. You know, they still no, we got Shake Melon. They got a couple guys I like. Shake Melon, yeah, he's a bucket. Shake Melon is a bucket. He is a bucket. They, they, they got guys uh, I like over there. I think they could still, you know, still do it. Um, if they're top six, they're like to me, they're like six. That's fun. Yeah, like that's I don't six know. Five. I don't it's know. Gonna be, it's gonna be a battle. I, I want to sleep on the Raptors, dog. I want to sleep on the Raptors, man. They're gonna be. They're gonna be competitive, bro. They're gonna be. They're gonna be competitive. That six spot's gonna be crazy competitive because you have yeah. the Knicks, the Bulls, the Sixers, and the Raptors. Got the Raptors right and, there, yeah. You know the Heat will be the Heat, uh, Heat, 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 Heat of four, top four. Maybe. Celtics in there. Celtics gonna be fighting for that six. So yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. I. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then you said Embiid, Embiid. You could you could book Embiid sixty five games a season, and he's not playing eighty two. It's not happening. If you play sixty five games a season, then win at least at least forty of those games. <laughs> if he's yeah, playing yeah, crazy, he's, if he's playing, if he's, crazy, go, he's gonna have to play like yeah, he's gonna have to play MVP type. He's gonna have to go crazy. If Ben's not there, he's gonna have to play like top three player in the A if they yeah. want a chance to win a championship without Ben Simmons, hands down. 
So, yeah, I, sure. and Tobias going to have to play. I just haven't, I just, I mean, Tobias from the crib, like you said, I, I mean, I just haven't seen him really just dominate like that. You know, I thought, I thought bringing in Doc Rivers since that time and when he was the Clippers, yeah, one of his best years, which ultimately led to the trade. You know what they uh, need? They they need to go get Boban for him. That's what he needs. He needs Boban there to go off. If you need, if you need a Boban, man, to, to inspire you. Yo, then, best friends, man. That's know. how they do it, man. I hear it, but I don't know, man. I'll be watching TV. Know. They just be on my TV sometimes on commercials together. I mean, come on, man. But they need each other. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess, man. He needs he needs to show out. This would, this would be a key opportunity for him to show out. Men's not there. I need at least he's gonna have to average like twenty five a night, twenty five five and five. Him and Embiid mm. gotta have the twenty five apiece. Can he do that consistently every night? I mean, we saw him do it in spurts in his career, but you know what? That's just a lot. It's gonna be a lot of pressure on him too, because with, with with the Ben situation going on, a lot of people remember a couple of years ago, a lot of people were talking about Tobias and his contract and whether he could live up to that contract, five over one eighty. So he's been doing good so far, though. He's been I mean, doing he's been doing good as a yeah, he's a solid third option. He's a solid, but is he a number two on a championship team? Well, we'll find out this year. <laughs> we'll find yes, out yeah, how we will. this year. Yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna find out. It's gonna ben, be exciting to see. Ben's not gonna play, so they'll have to figure that out. But um, you know, we're we're talking about Ben Simmons getting traded for some point guards. I think we should close up real quick with a, a quick, you know, we think top ten, top five point guards in the league. Yeah, we could do top ten. It's, it's tough, tough. It's it's tough. Um, I I got my I got I got some people. Uh, so it's tough, right? Because I I want to take a couple people out. Like I feel like Ben Simmons would have been in my top ten, but like I feel like he can't be. Or like Kyrie, I don't know if he's gonna play, so I don't know if I should take him out. Um, <laughs> you like you think about these things now. Yeah. Like yeah, is, you Don, to. Is, is Don? I mean, Don just plays point, but is he a point? I'm like, I yeah, don't I put him. I got him. Yeah, I got him on my list. Got, I got, got him. Got I got him harder. I got him harder on my list. Oh, you have Harden on there too. Have to, have to, bro. Oh, have to, so then, yeah. so then my list is all over the place. Things I don't got that. Even Kyrie said it, bro. Kyrie was like, "Yeah, he's the point guard of the team." After he said that, I was like, "Yeah," but we already knew that already. We knew that already. But just well, well we knew that, but. All right, so I guess I'm gonna have to add him in real quick, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I'm gonna have to. You want me to go? You want me yeah, to go yeah, first? Yeah, All you right. go first while I'm <laughs> I'm, not, I'm recalculating right now. All right, um, I got Curry one. This kind of speaks for itself. I got Harden two, Dantich three, Lillard four. I put Trey Young five. Just think he had a great year last year, great postseason. I, I'm still going with my guy. I got Westbrook six, got John Morant seven, uh, Ben Simmons eight, Chris Paul nine, and I got De'Aaron Fox ten. I guess yeah, I count. Yeah. I count Kyrie as a two. So is, um, I is, got is, Kyrie in there. Are we counting Lamelo Ball as a point guard? Uh, I just need to see. I just need to see uh, right now. Because um, I, I could have like put hovering, him, but I wasn't sure if he's. Yeah, he plays point, I, but he's big. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, he plays point. Yeah, he's he's that point guard for sure. Rose Rose is a like a he's a two. He's a two. He's a combo guard. Uh, yeah, I will count him. I will count him. I just want to see. I just want to see one more season. One more season. I mean, I feel like Fox really. I mean, Fox was on another team. We'd be talking about him much more. 
Um, but he plays for the Kings, so um, he doesn't really get that notoriety. So I definitely want to put him in that top ten. He had a he had a great year. Again, it's just <laughs> he doesn't play for a great team. So Chris Paul, obviously, other statesman, you know, had a great year last year. Um, Karen, you know, being a catalyst to, with the Suns. John Morant, I could have I could have had John Morant five over Westbrook. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, I could have had him five over. Oh, I mean, six over Westbrook. But you know, yeah, Westbrook, that's my guy, man. I mean. It's, I think I think he's gonna have a really good year with the Lakers. Um, so, but yeah, I got that's that's what I got that's my, for my top ten point guards in the A right now. Damn. All right, this my it's my ten. My ten's gonna be a little different, anyways, because I'm not I'm not gonna put Harden in, even though he they could say he's a point guard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he I'm I'm gonna keep him out just because I didn't have him in before because I didn't I didn't I don't like to categorize him as a point guard, even though he kind of plays more point nowadays. All right. Um, yeah, that's no problem. Just because of that reason. Um, but if I was, he's easily top five, I think, um, just because of what he does, uh, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, ten, I'm going to go Conley. Uh, man, get out of here, bro. Yo, that's my guy, man. Number come 10, on, Conley, bro. man. Conley, come on, bro. <laughs> Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. Guard. He's gonna have a great year, man. He's gonna have another great year. Um, I hope so. Bro. Consistent hope so. guy. I, lo- I love the guy, man. All right, that one's just a love pick. All right. Yeah, I, I know. I know. <laughs> it gotta be. It gotta be. It's all subjective. Uh, I got nine. I got Drew Holiday. Um, mm. which yeah, I forgot about Drew. Yeah, Drew. Drew is easily top ten. Like after, he's just too important. He's way too important. Yeah, I forgot about Drew. Bro. Way too man. important. Drew is nine. Um, I got I got Fox at eight. Um, okay. I, I was gonna flip him to be honest, um, just because Drew came coming off the championship, um, right? But I, I really like Fox. Um, I think Fox is a great player. Uh, I'm gonna keep Fox at eight. I got Ja at seven. Um, CP three at six. Uh, sorry, I guess this is what I have to take people out because I don't got Kyrie in here at all. Um, I got five Trey. Uh, four, I got four Westbrook, three Lillard, two Doncic, and one Curry. All right, so yeah, our top our top seven is pretty, pretty the same outside of Harden. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I, I I was gonna, I almost like put CP three at like nine. And I I really wanted Drew close, but not like in the five. Like I wanted like seven. I think John Moran's gonna go crazy this year. Yes, sir. Um, and I. I you know, as long as he stays healthy and everything, which, you know, that's always the factor of all of these, you know, these lists and everything, you know, I'm not even putting Ben in my 10 because I don't know how, like, how long he's going to hold out till they trade him. Um, You know, it could, like, who knows if, if they're going to deal be done sh- right away. I would be shocked if he doesn't play the whole season, bro. I'd be shocked. If you he think he's going to play the whole, you think he's going to play? I think he's going to play. I think he's going to The whole play. season? I don't know about the whole. I don't know about the whole season. I don't know about the whole season, but I think he's gonna play. I see him getting traded uh, in like December. December. Like I don't think he plays. Yeah, like that's like what? Like that's like 20. twenty. That's like yeah. That's like what twenty games. Yeah, but I don't see him. Yeah, but I feel like what you were saying before, the teams that he'll go on. I don't know if he'll be a point guard on those teams. Um, well, if the Kings, if he, I mean, the King, I mean, the Kings and the Blazers. I guess he'll have. They'll, yeah. they'll have to figure there's just no one on those teams. If you trade right. away their stars, <laughs> like he's gonna play one through five. He's gonna be the right. I guess that's true. I you guess you gotta put him, you gotta put him at the one. But like I said, if you have another off ball guard, 
like they have CJ McCollum. The Kings have Halliburton. They have Davion Mitchell. They have other guards that can also wait, wait, come up with the ball. Wait, wait a second. Did you have Lonzo on this list? No, nah, I don't. I don't have Lonzo there. Not yet, man. Wow. Not yet. I need to see. I need yeah, to see. Uh, man. Look at this loyalty. I mean, you just, got, you just got to be objective. You got to be objective. Here, nah, man, it's like... all subjective, man. <laughs> I feel like I these guys. Conley's on my list. Yeah, yeah I guess like, you got Conley. Bro. I was like, all right, man. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, Conley's good, but I don't know about the top 10 anymore. Bro. Like, I think I would put, like, if Jamal Murray was healthy, I'd probably put him in my 10. Definitely. Definitely. Um, if he was healthy, I'd put him in. Obviously, I don't like Kyrie, but Kyrie would be in 10. Um, yeah, but, point guards is tough. Point guards is tough. It's I a mean, lot of great point guards. Every team has a good t- to great point guard. It kind of hurts me to not say that Kemba's in this top 10 because he's been in top 10, like, the last, like, 10 years, and it's like – we know, like, we know he's about to bounce back because he's gonna, you know, he's at the mecca and right. he's gonna feel inspired. But I mean, we know he ain't top ten no more, unfortunately. Right? Nah, nah, nah. But you know, man, that'd be a great story if he came back even bigger and better. So we talk it would about be this none. next. No, another guy that got because that's not that's not here that used to be top five. John Wall. Ooh. Yeah, man. Just just sitting there on the bench. I was watching the game, the, the 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 Rockets game. That's another guy that I mean, I don't Man. I don't know. I don't know what's I don't know what's next. I don't think he plays him, again. Bro. I don't think he I plays mean they, they want to trade him, but the thing is like what team? Well, his contract, man. Yeah, that's what it's, it is. It's the money. That's what it so is. like I mean he had a pretty decent year in Houston, but Man, I feel like you said the second pick. <laughs> I feel like no, but I mean, like you know, right now, yeah, numbers wise, yeah, like from a bounce back from like out of a you know, yeah. out of the league for nah, two years. Yeah, that's a, pretty a fact. Good, yeah, he did good year for yes. that. Yes, yes, he did. Um, yes, he did. It was funny. Is I feel like his best option is just to play in Houston. <laughs> like I feel like him and Wood, you know, they could develop a little bit. I mean, until they figure out something else, like teams are. Nah, really they they, they ride him with really, green. Like, I mean, they're gonna rob Green and KPJ. Yeah, of course. KPJ. Yeah, they have nice. to. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're going with both of them. That's their back. But what, court. Gonna, but what are they gonna do with Wall? I mean, who needs Wall? I mean, the yeah, Sixers. The, the Sixers don't need a point guard, but Sixers. Yeah, that's six, too much money. Use, that's too much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot on their books. That's a lot that's on their too books. Much. I don't think he uh, plays again because of this reason. Unless man. if it's like a bum team who wants to give him, you know, pay it, you know. I just I can't see it. I don't know, man. It's just, he's in a tough spot, man. Go back to the go back to Washington. I, I like that Wizards team. <laughs> go back to Washington, bro. I Why not? Gonna, I think that's gonna be a scrappy team because um, they have no choice. They have to be. They ain't winning games unless they're gonna be scrappy. Who's their coach now? Oh, um, Unsell Junior, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I I mean, so, yeah. yeah, well. So they gotta play defense. Looking at that game, I mean, they, I know they didn't have uh, they didn't have Hachimura, they didn't have KCP out there, but they got they got to lock up defense. They don't they still don't have a real great rim protector. Gafford is good, but I like we'll see. We'll I like see. Gafford. I like I like I like the guys that got there. You know, even like the guys that got traded. You know, they they work hard. You know, it, yeah, they got a lot of guys, and and they have they have a guy, and then just they have a guy, and then just a lot of guys. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's a tough situation, but shit, might as well just go back there, finish it out there. I mean, he hasn't it's had the best. Unless if he, it's the money though. It's the money that changes everything because he could have like a Derrick Rose resurgence type of deal situation going on, but it's just the money. 
Yeah, I, I just I just I don't see be, any other. I gotta spot. be careful with these deals, man. You gotta be careful with them. You don't know what's gonna happen. You give. Well, he's gonna be good regardless. He's, he's gonna, gonna be no, good. No, yeah, he's, he, gonna be, yeah. he's gonna be good. I'm talking about like franchises and stuff. Like you're spending all right. This, and mind you, he was, you know, he was the guy, right? He was. Yep. He was the guy. So it's you. Obviously, you're gonna pay that. You're gonna pay him, but. Just, just goes to show they're giving these contracts to they're giving these contracts to players who haven't even proven themselves yet. You know what I mean? Like at least Wall he proved himself and then got the contract. We getting like Michael Porter Jr. getting paid and we don't even know if he's this good yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Baking on they baking on the on, on the upside, yeah. Oh yeah, and and which is you know I guess I hate that they do this in sports. Um, you get like twenty one year olds to get like two hundred million dollars and you're like, all right, let now let's see what you do it, and you're like. When I was 22 years old, I didn't know I was eating for dinner. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just, you know, <laughs> you just think about it. Like these people aren't ready for, you know, responsibility like this. You know, most times it don't work out like that, but. True. Very um, true. That's the top 10. We definitely got to go into more like a, more rankings for sure. Um, we'll definitely. Reach out before, but, um, you know, we have a thing here on what's the call. Normally we start off with it, but, um. We're going to close it out with uh, some shout outs, some RIPs. Um, you know, the people know about this. Um, you know, we give a shout out to whoever we want. Um, we give RIP to whoever we want. You know, obviously it's not for like people who actually passed. You you know, there's 80 episodes. People know. All right. Shout call it. You know. <laughs> um, I'm going to start us off. I'm going to give a quick shout out um, to Candace Parker and the Chicago Sky, you know, making it to the finals this you know Candace Parker is you know I think she's one of the best not even one of the best players just one of the best people like personalities we got out there right now um she's still doing it still killing it and um now they're just waiting uh for the Mercury and the Aces to figure out who's gonna play with them but shout out to them for making it to the finals I want to give a shout out to uh you know, I'm only going to give this shout out because I got you on. I'm going to give a shout out to the Bills, you know, nah. 40, 40, 40 to nothing real quick. Just, you know, Man. you know, best defense in the league. And we, and Josh Allen's not even playing that great yet. So wait till he starts getting rolling. I mean, it's it's a wrap. Shout out to Mac Jones, you know, just just for you. Um, uh, did you get your Mac Jones jersey yet? <laughs> Nah, not yet, man. It's on the way, bro. So I'm back on it. So many people try it's to get on, it. It's on back on. <laughs> Seriously, bro. It's, it's hard to get that jersey right now. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, shout out to shout out to that. Um, and I want to give an RIP to uh, I don't want to give RIP to anybody this week. You know what? No one, no one's on my bad side. We're all good here. No RIPs this week. You got you got any shout outs you want to give out to to the people? Anybody? Uh, any RIPs you got? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Deontay Wilder going up against Ooh. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury trilogy uh, got embarrassed in the in the second fight in the rematch. What are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking? I mean, listen, Tyson's great. He's an excellent boxer, but I'm I'm a road I'm a road with the countryman, man. Go Ooh. USA. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna root for I'm rooting for Wilder. Rooting for Wilder. Wouldn't be shocked if, if Fury gets it done. Uh, just an, he's an elite boxer. He can win both ways. He could outbox you or you know beat you up. But uh, hopefully Deontay's been you know really training like everybody's been talking about. Like his new trainer's been talking about. He shocks the world again, man. Um, he yeah. has that. He's literally the definition of a puncher's chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
Uh, if anybody can shock the world, he can. So um, we're, we're rooting for him. We're rooting for him yeah, for I'll sure. De- I'll definitely be watching that. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. That's one, I think, one of the best, like, boxing, like, trilogies that we've gotten, you know, in recent time. Oh, you know, oh, wow. I think of, like, Triple G and, you know, I think of, like, Canelo. I think about those as well. But, like, you know, this is this is just a fun one. Like, everyone's yeah, watching this. It's heavyweights. Heavyweights. Heavy yeah. it's, it's different. So right. it's it's fun right now. And um, I don't have a – I haven't picked anybody yet. Um, When I first watched, like, the years ago when they did, like, the first one, I had Wilder taking it. Um, but Fury impressed me, and then the next one, next you know, next fight didn't look so good for a while. Yeah, so bro. I don't know, man. This the even though it ended it ended in a, in a draw the first time, right? Yeah, first round, yeah. first one was a draw. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Fury was winning, but those two knockdowns by by Wilder, yeah, kind of changed it up, shook things up. Yeah. So we're really gonna give that one to Wilder just because you got the, you know you get the knockdowns. Normally you get extra points, like bone, like brownie points for that. So it's really like a, a tiebreaker kind of deal right now. Um, it's gonna be fun, man. I like that shot. Up. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully he could he could pull it through. Maybe we could see a fourth fight. Um, and then RIP, gotta go with Urban Meyer, man. Uh, <laughs> just rough, <laughs> rough, man. Just out here trying to cop a feel and, and and it's at his bar, not traveling oh with the team. God. Just rough, rough for him, bro. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's on the clock. He's on the hot seat on the clock. However you want to, you know, however you want to phrase it. A couple more bad games. You know, they're going to London this week, uh-huh. uh, this week or next week. Um, so you know, he he might get he might get that call on the way home from London. That's that's gonna be a long fl- flight flight back home, bro. If he gets that, if he gets the boot. Damn. So so yeah. Hopefully, you know, the Jaguars they could try to turn it around to the weak division, but. I just don't see it, man. Man, that's talk about that's a, a legit RIP, man. Like this, guy, <laughs> this guy is done, man. He is <laughs> done. And they and like if like if they were like four no at this point, I'd be like, all right, we could talk, but nah, they're he's done regardless, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, how the mighty have fallen. It's rough. Rough oh, for him. Love it. That's why we that's why we have this segment. We we bring we bring light to those who deserve. <laughs> <Does that mean? laughs> um but yeah man thank you have any other shouts rips are you good uh nah man uh i guess shout out unwrap sports unwrap sports network network that i'm with give the opportunity to you know talk about sports have a creative platform um the hard count streaming every two on tuesdays 9 p.m eastern cover all things nfl shout out my guy connie my co-host uh, are the podcast or my guests that I've had on Aaron um, obviously being one, one of the featured guests that I've had on my podcast but um, again man thank you for having me man it's been a great episode thank you I, I appreciate you coming on um, you know shot callers we apologize that we haven't been putting out so much you know putting out much content uh, we're definitely trying to work on it um, I'll try to get all of us in here because trust me like it's when we got you got Chuck and Dimitri in here too, and we're just talking shop. Like, it gets it gets ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like our takes are stupid. Like, we know we have stupid takes, right? But that's the whole point. We just like this is how we just have like we just how we talk. Like, you know, it just is what it is. Like, I I call Josh Allen the goat every week, and <laughs> he's just you know, it just is what it is. We know he's not, but to me, he is. You know, it's just how it goes. So I'm I'm very happy you came on, man. Um, yeah, check out, check him out. Oh, hard count, guard up. 
Um, we'll put all that in the description so you can see, you know, and we post it on, on Insta and Twitter. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. I don't know if you want to, you know, put your, your handles out there and all that stuff, but uh, I'll put it in the description regardless. Oh, yeah. On Twitter, cjames9 underscore. Instagram at GarlicPod at cj.james9. And then uh, for my, my streaming page, CJ versus the world nine. And then on, and then on Twitch, CJ versus the world. So you can find me on all those platforms. Um, again, thanks for having me, bro. Telling you, one of the best 2K players in the world, man. I'm telling you, check out, <laughs> check out that stream. Um, and thank you so much. You heard our call. What's yours? <laughs>